we're back. <laughs> I want to do a Chris Russo. Uh, uh, good afternoon, everybody. How are you today? But um, <laughs> who the hell is Chris Russo? Mike and the Mad Dog from uh, from from New York WFAN. Yeah, no, no wonder Mars? we don't. No wonder we don't care. Quite frankly, none of none of you know of Mike Francesa and Chris Russo. He's on ESPN I, every week. I've heard of Mike Francesa, but I don't care. Okay. He's well. yeah, he's he's the old sports guy that said all the he just says things. Yes, that's right, Mars. That's, that's correct. I don't know who the fuck that other guy is. Why would I care? He does. He all, Chris does he also say? Did he say the things? Yes. yes were they does. ridiculous? Were they yes. dumb? Were yeah. they, so, were they really dumb? Yes. How dumb. Tell yeah. me how dumb. <laughs> he said that stuff Very about Mars. What'd you say? He said that stuff about sports. Yeah, I'm, we're trying to, I'm trying to get Marcy into, into sports talk radio now. Mars, I'm going to send you all the tapes. You can listen to all the old Mike and the Mad Dogs from the 90s. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get her to look at the Jim Croce record. You really think she's going to watch Mike French? That stuff from 30 years I ago. Swear, I, you know that some days I think that Marcy's actually listening to Jim Croce stuff and just doesn't tell us. That's not what's happening. I don't believe you, but still. Um, Mac, you can a, tell everybody two very slow weeks in pro wrestling. Nothing went on in wrestling the last. No, two weeks no, we didn't have to cover anything, which is great. I went on vacation. I went on to a to a golf resort, ran on a on a slide on a water slide from an indoor pool for like a hundred times, and got very drunk with my sister in law. And uh, and let's see what else. Uh, I watched a bunch of those pay per views. I did back to backs. Uh, uh, the other night payback and and the aew show so that wasn't bad um but yeah we needed the it's a well-needed rest we needed to recharge the batteries um and uh and and get ourselves get our heads right for this massive september that we're trying to put together right butters we didn't hear from stan this week and i'm kind of upset about it stan goes on vacation too it's my understanding he goes on vacation from the nut house (laughs) they give him they give him what they call furloughs you know, he can go for he go outside for a walk. Sometimes he goes into the woods with Kaplan's beef jerky and a bottle of gin and he just disappears for days at a time. So So you you're saying know. so you're saying that he must be in the woods on uh that he escaped from his home. No, he gets he gets he gets a furlough. They say I don't Stan. believe this. I think he escaped <laughs> and he's just I, hasn't been caught yet, so he hasn't been able to call. Or he did escape. He's been caught, and now he lost his phone privileges. He could have lost but phone did, privileges. Now, when you say point. he could be given a furlough, do you mean he just took his own furlough? That's correct. He could have. He could have. <laughs> is everyone is everyone there aware he took said furlough? Is that might question. be that's the question. I'm not sure. I need to call. I need to call the uh, the place that he lives and find out if they they locate Stan because we haven't heard from him. Look at you at the direct line to Stan. Sometimes, sometimes I do. <laughs> that's one of the good thing that I'm the wrestling historian of this bunch. None of you have ever heard of Rough House Fargo. The story no, from Rough I... House Far- story from Rough House Fargo that he was Jackie Fargo brother in Memphis. And he was committed to an insane asylum, but they would let him out on holiday. So every every Christmas and Thanksgiving, Rough House Fargo would come back to help Jackie Fargo against whoever he was feuding with at the time. Jackie Fargo from that movie with the tropics. What was that? Was that the Will Farrell character? <laughs> <laughs> who are we talking about? I don't know who that is. <laughs> You've never Jackie Fargo. Fargo no. Strut. No. Just has been Jack doing Fox. the Fargo Strut for 30 fucking years. Where do you think it came from? I, I don't know. Joe both do it. Joe both do it screaming at you right now. <laughs> Joe knows that I know nothing about uh wrestling. I just I, I I pick up small things here and there. Like the other night I asked Dom about Sylvester Lafort. And he goes, Why the hell did you come up with that name? 
I was like, I don't know, it just popped in my head because I could swear that Dax Wheeler, whatever the hell his name is, on AEW was managed by Sylvester Lafort uh, when he first started in NXT, and I was right. So yeah. I just had to know. Yeah, yeah. But that's just my brain. That's how it operates. J- I don't Jane know Hawk's Jackie just over here talking like a jive turkey is all it is. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom ain't got no brain anyhow. Jive turkey. Yes. How is everybody else's uh, two weeks off? You guys went to the uh, you went to Wrestle Rager, right? Yeah, we raged and there was wrestling and a bunch of people got sick and I avoided it. Me too. Yeah, I, I did not go to Wrestle Rager. I caved all my drinking for this weekend, but Jimmy Buffett would have wanted it that way. I agree. I I uh, I miss I'm sad next so next summer. I'm going to make it my my point to get to Wrestle Rager with my daughter in sleepaway camp and my niece and nephew in sleepaway camp. Maybe I'll drag Sam out there and we'll uh, we'll ra- do some raging and wrestling. Because you guys look, everyone looks so drunk. It just, I've never seen anything like it. It looked I, like Woodstock on a, on, a, on a different scale. Ironically, I only had two drinks. What were they? I was well behaved. I had one of those, um, the Sunny D Seltzers. Fantastic. Doesn't even taste. It oh, I had one like, of those. Those are good. I love them. And then I had a raspberry, I think it was a raspberry twisted tea that I was, gift- I was given. It was quite refreshing. I like raspberry twisted tea. I had like five of those at my neighbor's birthday party the other day. They were delicious. They're not very high in alcohol, Mars. They're like four and a half. Yeah, no, I was a good baseline. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had to dance with cute girls after. So like, I had to be, had to be responsible. Oh, was that the change. same night? Was that it the was. same night? Oh, okay. it was. You know, if anybody ever, if anybody wants a really good drink recommendation, Cutwater, the Cutwater brand, Long Island iced tea is 13 and a half percent per can. I watched my brother drink six of them one night and he was dancing. He was so drunk. I've never seen anything like it. It was, they are, they will put you on your back. 13 and a half. It's like drinking two bottles of wine and six cans. I've seen him, uh, pass the fuck <laughs> out. So I don't, I don't think he you saw it differently. Anything, <laughs> you didn't was, see the happy Sam. That was, that was a very bad version of Sam. My God. <laughs> He went, he went down like a heap, and it was me and Butters and Orange carrying him like he was uh, he, like up by his like, legs yeah, and head. Like fucking a uh, weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> uh, we were very concerned for about our 10 Uber minutes. driver was very concerned as well. He's like, "Is he all right?" You're like, "Yeah, he's fine." <laughs> Drink this water. Here we go. He'll be he turned, all right. He turned like green and and just started profusely sweating everywhere, and then fell right backwards on his melon. Oh my god. <laughs> He's still breathing. He's fine. Yeah. Outside of the Odeon. No, man, that was, those were good days. It was, so, it was an insane weekend. <laughs> it really was that double shot. Woo, that was something. See, wrestling is uh, wrestling in Cleveland is always so much fun. That's why I'm sad. I missed wrestle rager, but I, I I'm glad we watched the show. We watched today. Cause that show looked insane. And you guys were all there for that too. Right. Mars and butters. You were there. Jayhawk. You weren't there, right? I would, I was not there, but Mark and butter I call Mark on camera a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Back by, uh, by Ziggy's, uh, uh table i think that's but, where we were yes <laughs> oh by the way i gotta <laughs> i gotta shout out my cousin richie he's at the uh monday night raw tonight um in I'm north sorry. carolina but he didn't get his he didn't get his stand from burlington shirt yet he's still waiting he told me he's waiting on it so um you know shout out to him he's sending me pictures and stuff from the show um uh, it's not a bad show that let the pay-per-view was good so you know they put on a decent show if you just want to go dick around at wrestling yeah uh, Right now, both companies with their pay-per-view or premium live event, whatever the fuck they want to call them, like they don't look that good on paper, and they end up and they end up really killing it. So, oh, that's that's like, an I understatement. Not, I, like, I the, made... like the all-out card last night just looked horrible on paper. We kept one or two matches, 
And like there was not a stinker match on the entire card. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and I said I thought it looked like an ROH card, and Dom told me he was going to murder me. So I said, nope. I'm just I'm just saying the obvious. I just didn't want to. I don't want to upset anyone. But the first two matches were ROH matches, and I think there was two or three, two more sprinkled in there. But they all delivered. Everything was good on that card. And I, by the way, think they should give the belt to Samoa Joe. I think either him or Danielson should just run that company forever. Oh, it, it, boy. It's going it's going to Orange Cackney when it's finally time for MJF to drop it. I, I could do that, too. I'm all right with that. That's I, I thought the show altogether, but it, it ran, I mean, four hours, five hours total. It's not for not WrestleMania is bonkers. It's that game length every AEW pay-per-view go. I don't know why people are still complaining about it at this point. It's not, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's very long. I love. I could watch wrestling all night. It doesn't matter. I watch Monday Night Raw every week. It's just that show was it by the end i was exhausted emotionally and just physically exhausted from trying to stay awake that's all the can guide to be a guide jay gold I'm jayhawk i'm marcy Our... i'm the osiris of this shit old dirty butters <laughs> that Wu-Tang. i like yes wu-tang oh, i love it ain't nothing to fuck with so what what do we got butters what's up this week what do we Man, are, it's uh, I don't know. It's, it? it's been two weeks. I, I took my night. I had a nice, you know, time away. Um, trying to like recoup, re rest my brain, and figure things out. And uh, I had like a nice list of stuff, and I can't remember what I was gonna do for anything. So I mean, I remembered, you know, my intro. That's about it. So that's it. That's the best oh, you got. That's all I got. It's, uh, <laughs> it's all. It's our episode this week, folks. That's <laughs> it. Right. Wrap it up. We're done. So let, me get, so let me get this straight. Three of us have gotten some some degree of drunk at the last time we recorded, and you're the one who can't remember shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah how, how the fuck does that work? I don't know. My medication, I don't know. By the way, shout out to, to uh, our boy Kaplan, who sent me a bag of the spiciest uh, uh, beef jerky I've ever eaten, and it is delicious. Next level delicious. Love Kaplan. Love him. Everybody listen to that episode, because it's great. He is He's an unbelievable guest. Yeah, the uh, the numbers for these episodes, they just keep climbing, and it's really bizarre to see where, like, it used to be, you know, that we put out an episode on Wednesday or Thursday, and they would do numbers, and then it would be nothing the rest of the time. But, like, we're doing downloads every single day. Like, I sent you guys, like, a thing for what we did for August, and it's just huge compared to the last three years. It's just every day we're doing, you know a bunch of downloads it's cool it's great thanks to our listeners because everybody's everybody seems to uh the listenership seems to seems to keep growing and uh we appreciate everybody who listens to us i yeah. can't believe you do but we appreciate all, all of you except for my wife who will never listen to the show well, especially uh, those of you who aren't who aren't in ohio or pennsylvania like well i expected uh, that our demographic would be big and doterig and they are yeah, but we got we've got California, we got Illinois doing big numbers. I saw Kentucky in there. Yeah, hey, hopefully that's hopefully that's somebody we know. I don't I don't know. I, I'm I'm hoping that somebody some some big time wrestlers live there and they're listening. Maybe it's Mouse or 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 Billy Starks because we sponsored the uh, BSB last year. Um, but hopefully it's some people out there because that's that's excellent. I hope everybody listens and invite your friends. We have cool stickers and merch and shows and Marcy's Arcade is rad and. We have a whole bunch of great stuff coming. So yeah, we got you know the uh, the One Piece series coming with PME. Yes. That's gonna be fucking sweet. I can't wait. Have you started we... watching that yet? Oh yeah, I'm four episodes in on the live action. I love it. I, I'm I, took, a, I took a break right in the middle so I could. You like... 
So you lucked out so much. You picked like the one Netflix anime ad- adaptation that's actually been good. Well, my cousin I'm... said that the the other one was really good too. That got canceled like right away. Um, Cowboy Bebop. No, what? No, what? No. I even had to turn it off, and I watched no. it till the very end. It was horrible. He said that it was, was really. He said it was very accurate. He said there's like one thing that wasn't right, but he said that he loved it, and he. But the big thing was is that it got canceled like right before it even came out. So like people were like, "Why even watch it?" So that I uh, didn't do numbers. It, hey, I have that, opinions. I maybe I shouldn't share. Do it, Marsh. It's not like it's not like the the head of the the network is listening to us. Go on. It was just very. It was very soulless. It was. It was soulless. Yes. Yeah, your friend Butter can clearly the one Perkin who liked that show. Ask Ed. He fucking hated that show. Hated it, and he loves Cowboy Bebop. Very know. disappointing. Well, I'm glad they that one so piece dirty. is good. Because I never saw one episode of One Piece on when they were when they had I never read one one book, nothing. I'm very excited to watch it. Yeah, the anime is on there too. You can watch I hear they're pirates. You can you have you have so many episodes you can watch if you'd like. Yeah, Over yeah. a thousand. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like I I was asking for people's recommendations where to watch the anime because I want to get into it and I call how many Keegan there are and I'm like, Yeah, as much as I want to do that, there's no way I can make the commitment. Like I really you- want to watch it. What do you think someone who's who's the vo- the main voice actor of a thousand episodes of an anime gets paid? Do you think they clean up? Do you think everyone knows who they are? Because I I would have no idea. Um, knowing the voice acting industry, probably not a lot. No, that's what they're a lot of them are striking over now. Like it's crazy. Like they, they get fucked but, so bad. How, like how shit? Yeah, but they're they not. They're not. If it's a Japanese, they're not the same union. So I'm wondering how they pay the the voiceovers for for you know the Japanese animes. Mm. Probably also not great. Probably well, not. Surprisingly, the English Union isn't striking, right? They're not allowed to strike in solidarity, so they get to finish uh, House of the Dragon and all those other shows because they're not they're not striking. They're not allowed to strike in solidarity, which I find crazy, but it is what it is. Bullshit. This is crazy to me. That the only show. the only like yeah, I know, but the only company that like isn't affected by the strike is A twenty four because they automatically agreed with everything that they wanted because it's yep. so little, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine, whatever you want. And they can still film their stuff, but like all these other major companies, are like all oh, that's that's too much, and it's nothing. Yeah. It's like point one point nothing. Like no, I love fuck? it. Such I a fraction. It. It's yeah. such a fraction yeah. of their profit, like, and they I, can be built right into like the budget of the like, the stuff that they do that it wouldn't even affect. Yeah, they like, better get going because I, I need so my. I, they're adding LL Cool J to NCIS Hawaii, and I really need to have that show come back so I can see it. So I I hope whoever's in the guild, please come back that- to us. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you keep Bob Iger from from Disney going. Oh, we can't afford to pay these actors. We don't have that kind of money. While he got on his way to get on a fucking private jet to a billionaire retreat. Fuck you! All hey, right, fucking the people. Eat the billionaires. <laughs> Settle down over there. Uh, you, shout you out to ten dollar tier, real quick. <laughs> Zach, Chris, Andrew, Brock. I hope you all enjoyed your uh, super awesome eight by ten and stickers that were sent out. Yes, Chris, I have Chris's and I'm going to be delivering it um, on my own to him um, in the next week or two. So if he's listening, like always, hey, hey, man, you'll get it from me soon. And a special shout out to Patty. Hi, Patty. And this is a good episode to say hi to her because everyone was leaking like a, like they got stuck with a, a switchblade on this show. So it'll be great. I'm sure she was working very hard. Uh, she wasn't at this show, I don't believe. No? No. She, she took like, all, she was busy with stuff and uh during this like pretty much this whole month so 
like I, she wasn't at the street thing. She didn't go to rager. She, and I don't think she was at this either. I'm, I'm like 95% sure she wasn't. Huh? Maybe she'll let us know after she listens this week, but she'll be back at Jay lit. I believe so. Or, or the, um, the Wadsworth show, I think, which is shaping up to be insane. Cause they're adding lots of like fresh new talent on that show. That's this weekend, right? Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going? Uh, I don't have plans to go right now, but uh, it might change. I don't know. We'll see. I got, I got to make sure all my bills are paid before I go do anything else. It's, uh, not, it's an afternoon show, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 there are just lots of new talent. It's really nice. Like there's a couple new tag teams. There's a new female talent. I mean, it's, this is, you know, what we can't get on a Thursday now because of the Winchester, uh, not being able to host AIW, we're getting lots of new fresh faces, which is really cool. I like when we get uh influx of new talent from the Midwest. So the I Winchester agree. is so depressing that they can't do I, it anymore. I miss the Winchester. Yeah, so those shows were so much fun to watch just on a random Thursday. Yeah. So what's on this week? What do we got? What's on, what's on this weekend? Right, over on the fight TV kind of thing, Ohio Valley Wrestling's got their monthly big show, Hard Reset, coming up Saturday at 7 p.m. Don't they have a show on Netflix, too? <laughs> I, they, they, there's a show about their school on Netflix. I'm not going to say they have a show on Netflix, but that, yeah, that's misrepresenting it, I think. I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I love my Netflix subscription lap. I haven't read you're not missing anything yet, no. but here's here's something random my my new boss at work the head of talent acquisition i talked to her about the show and she wanted to know you know about what i do blah 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 so i told her about the show and then the other day i see her in the hallway and she's like oh i meant to come over to you did you see that documentary about that ovw thing and all i could do is shake my head it's like oh no this woman knows what we're doing over here oh my god <laughs> Most misrepresented version of like pro wrestling. Yeah. What's yeah. getting put on TV. Don't watch that. Don't, if you're listening to this, don't watch that show, that documentary. Is it that bad? It's just not real. It's not what it is anymore. Like they, they're living off of 20 years ago. Yeah. They're still talking about like when WWE was like ran by like they were ran by WWE and stuff. So, oh yeah, that's wow. Like, that's 30 sad. years ago. <laughs> I mean, OVW I, 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 was very cool. They had great stuff at that point. Like I used to go to their website just to see who was supposed to be coming up, who was going to be at dark matches, things like that. And it was very cool. And now it is not. <laughs> remember how remember how every wrestler had their favorite band listed? And <laughs> since it was like 2000s, it was new metal as fuck. <laughs> I do not remember that. I just remember seeing like every name on there. And every time every time they were about to come up, you could you could if you watched that, if you looked at their website, those guys were dark matching Leo Kruger and um and the usos and all these guys before they went to fcw and it was pretty cool but now it is not cool so i'm not watching this because i'm bored yeah i'll I'll bite the bullet i'll watch it at some point i'll try to watch it talk shit on it next week yeah yeah Uh, also on the fight tv side of things the international wrestling cartel has their base brawl 2023 show that is also saturday at 7 p.m and game changer wrestling will come to you sunday night september 10th at 7 p.m with crushed up 2023 I'm on the match that's signed for that card. People, Mike Bailey against Rina Yamashita, Tony Deputy against Francisco, Akira, Richard Holiday against Charles Macon, Maki Ito against Killer Kelly, and much, much more. 
See, Joey Janela is going to face Blue Kane when they go to the UK. Fuck yeah. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still try not to pay attention to what Joey Janela is doing. No, no disrespect to him. I, people like what he does. No, it's more it's more Blue Kane than Joey Janela. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next week, dude. we have like 12 just insane fucking matches uh, for night one of J-Lit that just like fever dream matches that should not exist that exist. Yeah, it's going to be outstanding. Everybody buy tickets for that. Even if, you know, even if it's it's something that you don't think you may want to go to, go to it because it's going to be awesome. Jay, it's always worth it. Uh, Go. I mean, all these other shows you're going to get, you know, eight matches. It's going to be a mix of things. This is going to be like the first round is just crazy. Uh, It's it's an insane amount of matches in one night and it's nonstop. It's so much fun. Plus, yep. it's a whole weekend of stuff. You have like fresh meat on Saturday. The perfect start to like a nice like Saturday afternoon show. Yeah, don't what? just uh you know go to 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 one night. Buy go to both nights because the second night Matt Cardona is gonna be there. Uh, Eddie, Eddie. Kingston's gonna exactly. be there. Eddie, King- Eddie motherfucking Kingston's gonna be there. Yeah. This is the thing. But go to go to fresh meat so that you're up to date when we do our fresh meat series in the winter on all these kids who are debuting. So, you know, do your homework so that when we get going with this, you'll know exactly who we're talking about. Sorry, Mark. Mark, you'll call IWTV this week. Yeah, sorry. That's everyone just threw me off. We got <laughs> off my game a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll edit this. It'll be nice and neat, or it won't be, and it'll be a train wreck. Anyways, Friday, September 8th, SOS Wrestling presents Down Periscope at 8 p.m. Pacific Time on Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. North Shore Pro Wrestling presents Rise Above 2023. Also Saturday at 7.30 Pacific Time, DOA Wrestling presents Year 15. And then on Sunday, H2O presents Hustle Mania 6 featuring a few matches signed. Austin Luke defends the H2O Championship against Matt Mikowski. Ziggy Heim takes on Matt Tremont. And for the Danny Havoc Hardcore Championship, Bam Sullivan defends against Jimmy Chando Lyon. And Matt Mikowski is back. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's I didn't sick. realize he was back. And if none of that sounds interesting to you, you can always watch Baby Billy's Bible Bunkers. <laughs> okay. Uh, that show is good. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about uh, the hardcore show we watch? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. IW Guide presents another absolute intense wrestling review. Alrighty. I like that we're allowed to review shows again. <laughs> it, it was a it was a wonderment that the uh, embargo was lifted. <laughs> like they say in wrestling, anything can happen, and we the embargo is lifted. Maybe we are actually in the best timeline after all. <laughs> uh, let's not go that far. Anyway, we are covering AIW second annual Bill Alfonco Hardcore Tournament. Took place July 29, 2023 from the Ashtabula County Fairground in beautiful <clears throat> Jefferson, Ohio. Sorry, got a little frog in my throat there. And tape for Fight TV and aired on August 20th. So before we get into the actual review, Butters Mark, what was the overall vibe of the show going into it? The vibe of the show was um, it was a wrestling show. Also, I had a couple of those white monsters that are alcoholic. 10 out of 10 would recommend. (laughs) 
no, it was more like uh, it was a petting zoo because uh, I just hung out with a dog and petted a dog the whole day. So that's, that's, that's true. That was the main vibe that I got from it. It was so a fun time. Just with Ziggy's know. dog, and you were getting and you were getting uh, autographs on our eight by tens from Ziggy and the dog. <laughs> yes. What's his name? Rupert. 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 That's correct. Nice. I'm honestly convinced that that our our coho didn't care about the rock plane. They just want to keep Rupert, and I can't blame him. Rupert's the best. Well, can can you blame us? Like, no, I don't. Like, that, that I sounds, know. Just sounds kind of judgy, but then at the same time, you understand why. Uh, that's well, Rupert, why we Rupert's just awesome. yeah. So I got to hang out with Rupert a little bit last year. Rupert Cockham. Can we say he's a friend of the show? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he's on the merch, so you might Fuck as well yeah. say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, <laughs> you have to give him residuals. It's okay. It's just special dog treats. It's all good. Yeah. Okay, so the tournament is structured with four first round matches. The winner going to a four way elimination match for the finals. We start off with Matt Wadsworth and Brian Karkin on commentary and our opening contest. Chuck Stone taking on Joshua Bishop. Um, before we get into the matches, we got to talk about some other technical issue stuff before we get yeah, into oh, that. Because so Oh, the freaking level on the commentary. Are horrible. Oh, my I, God. I, I Especially the, the second half Roku. when they flip flopped and fucking Carson had the overwhelmingly loud mic and you could barely hear Wadsworth, who was supposed to rein him in. And it well, was, that was just hearing yeah. Brian Carson do terrible commentary over matches. Well, it was well that was unfortunate. Awful. Yeah, because it became it became barely hearing. It was almost like they were sitting in different rooms or like Carson was doing his. All you heard were his quips and you missed. It was hard to hear wadsworth's commentary at all like that yeah, was the audio that, was fucked up uh yeah i know it's probably something you can't fix and post but it was fucked up it sucked um no, I, I think at one point it was so bad that karkin couldn't hear wadsworth and his ear either because I, you'd hear karkin and wadsworth talk at the same time and you couldn't hear wadsworth talking because of how loud karkin was i watching it on my roku tv i had the volume at eight and it kind of like karkin was yelling in my ear yeah. it was ridiculous yeah it was bad so yeah, bad. but I, I uh, look. I, so I also, I yeah. just so I understand they had to change the where it was because of the rain, and I felt being there like it looked good. Unfortunately, this did not shoot so well. well the because they had to was just basically like because of the way the the lighting was. The light was just, coming at him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. everything so, was so dark it was in front fucking of it. dark, and then yeah. so, but so I, then the hard cam was the only thing that really looked good. So right, just, and I get like I get because the situation happens, but we, I, I feel like I still have to point it out. Well, when they turned the house lights on, like a qu- three quarters of the way through for the last like two but matches, it, also, it made it a big started difference. getting dark, so you were yeah. able to do that, and then yeah, it started it made a big to look difference. okay. Yeah, yeah. but. All in all, like it's a thing that happens. Like you can't really fault them, but like just sitting there, it was it was painful at parts to, to watch. I was like, this is this sucks. But well, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a homer anyway, as you know. But and I, it didn't bother me that much. What bothered me was the darkness coming onto the the floor cams because I really like to see what they're doing there, and mm-hmm. that bothered me just because I was almost like, oh, I have to fix the the brightness on my TV, but it wasn't <laughs> on my side; it was on their side, but. I mean, the matches themselves, I don't think it didn't affect my enjoyment of the matches. It's just no, no. That, like everything. No. Like I said, this is just technical stuff like this. Look, and it's not something that Chase could have really like figured out and fixed right on the spot and knowing that that was an issue because it's something that you wouldn't have found out until it was in post. So he did what he could do with it, uh, you know, while, you know, working after having surgery. So he did what he could do. It is what it is like. 
it's you know it's not the best but it, it's still a very watchable show i mean i didn't have any problem watching and i broke it up and watched it in two sections like i watched the first round and then i went back and watched the second uh like that were after the intermission so i thought it was fine yeah okay but i did it earlier the tournament starts off with chuck stone against joshua bishop first move of the tournament bishop hitting stone in the fake with a thumbtack cover with a wiffle bat you know it's gonna be a fun night when that's the first move of the entire tournament I thought it was one of those ones with the poppers on it. I don't think it, it might was have a been. It, yeah, it yeah. might it might have been popper. It was hard to tell. Well, but. shout out to Bishop for that dope Bishop shirt that he was wearing. The bloody face with the Bishop one eight seven on the back of that 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 thing was dope. I know Thorne said he made a couple of those for those for him and Bishop, and those were very that looked very cool. Yeah, that was uh, a big hit of the day. Like he was walking around with that on. Yeah, yeah, it was great, and and uh, the match itself, I was saddened by the fact that Bishop. Because when I already knew who won, and I, I was just saddened by the fact that that was all the bishop I got for the for the day. He just looked like a monster. Like it's he so did. funny. Like you see him in person. Like yeah, he looks like a monster. But just the way it came off on camera is just so different. Like he just oof. he's got those yoked shoulders. So when he like stands up and he gives you that like crazy Sid vicious look, like yeah. it it makes him look like a complete monster. And Chuck, no slouch to Chuck. He looked complete like a hoss in this one. He looked just as big. Um, he played himself off as a huge guy. He's not a tall guy, but he played himself off as very, very big. And these guys just beat the piss out of each other. Yeah, the story they're telling here is that Chuck Stone, probably the least likely person to even be in the tournament, much less that he should be able to hold a gun with Joshua Bishop, and the Bishop just can't put him away. A very well-told story. Uh, we get a finish of Stone avoiding the Bishop bomb and in the chair, kicking Bishop in the dick, going for the burger time slam and losing him on the way down. Go, Bishop just crazy. crumbled into the chair and yeah. that and that the pin. It looked crazy. It looked like he kind of like lost the grip and everybody went just like smashing into everything. It wasn't pretty, but it got the job done. That's pretty right. Much what she yeah, said. right, right, right. Like a ten dollar hooker. <laughs> oh my god. We haven't had any grief talk yet. We gotta Jay get Hawk in. is a very it's, pro ten dollar hooker. Uh, I am too. I'm just, not gonna I feel lie. like it's just like an outdated thing to say at this point. It's not well, that it was like offensive. It's he's just a historian, like, Marcy, he just, and he talks like he, old school wrestling. I love yeah. it. That's a old school wrestling right there. That's <laughs> old school wrestling. Ten dollar hookers are old right. school wrestling. Exactly. All right. Okay. I'm hey, back like, here. Like like somebody who like somebody who always me. does free trial on OnlyFans. That that that, that more current. Uh, oh. Jay Hawk was one of uh, Eileen Warnos's original Johns. Am I supposed to know that one? I wish I did. <laughs> Eileen Warnos. She yeah. was. Do you see the movie Monster? I have not. Oh, you're, is that the one with Charlize Theron yes. where she has like the no yes. eyebrows? Oh, well, she okay. was a killer right. hooker. Yes, that oh. was a serial killer that was a hooker. <laughs> that would be my luck if I try to get a hooker. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're still talking about wrestling. Let's go. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> right? <laughs> Respectful right, match- hooker talk. <laughs> <laughs> match number two, first round action: Higgy Heim against Dominic Garini. Goddamn Zig. The little Ziggy that could, man. She yeah. she tried her best. Goddamn Zig. <laughs> the, to- the totes have returned. Yeah, she at least knows how to break a tote over somebody's head. I mean, Dom hit her so hard in certain spots. <laughs> he, he slap. I thought Zig wasn't getting up, and Zig just gets up and just keeps going. She is yep. just a little chihuahua just coming yep. after you. Yep. Also, when, when Dom ate shit through that door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when he... <laughs> 
There was that was that the one that didn't break where he went through the middle rope and then he's on the ground like looking around like yeah, I, I didn't go yeah, through yeah, it yeah because yeah, yeah. like the way he said it like like he said he saw it before and he thought it he thought it, he could uh, you know go right through it and be look cool and it's I was still, like you can it, never you can never you know figure out with the door that, that that's gonna work or not it looks cool it I looked like the, he died, I was say but, it's on on video it still looks fucking great I think he wasn't he like looking at the crowd. Be I, I could swear he looked at someone's like, did I go through it? And he didn't go through it. Yeah, he but, was like looking around, like yeah, yeah. but like they the, from the way the camera was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> that match was so much fun because Ziggy's insane, and the the amount of spots they did in tax, and none of the refs wearing gloves. I think Tom uh, uh, was the Tom Dunn was the ref, and they're slapping that mat as hard as they can. Ziggy's whole body is covered in tax. It was good shit. It really yeah. bleeding from the side of the head. Like it looked like her ear was bleeding the way the blood was coming down. It was, it was sick looking yeah. in a good way. Oh, I think I, my favorite. I, yeah, go ahead. I think my favorite spot in the entire match is gigging going up to the ropes. Dom throws the chair at her and she just kind of throws it back at him before coming off the rope. Like that was. Oh, we, we didn't give also yeah. uh, props to the match the before where they do the they do the in between match promos when they're finished. That was very that's a very cool touch. They added to that. It uh like the the volume level on it scared me because I was like laying there and then like it went into the thing. I'm like, what the hell's that sound? Like I was just waiting for the next match. And then it's like the the thing before they started talking. I was like, oh okay. I was did like, the All first right, match did the first match have one? I'm I don't blanking. think it did. It, yeah, if if they say. did, I didn't notice. Like, after I, uh, it had uh Chuck I think Chuck Stone talked after. I he did. He did talk after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, d- I didn't make a note. I've got a note of all the promo after match two on, but I didn't have anything between one and two. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. But this was, this match sure. was good. Uh, I, I am, I am stunned by how much abuse Ziggy can take. I'm honestly, I, I did not know if she was going to be, because sometimes there are people who are not built for death matches or like matches like that, but she is a hundred percent built for oh, it. Oh, she's a, she's a fucking warrior. She's all in. She'll do whatever you want. Like she's all in on everything. I thought she was dead a few times. Like it was, it was just that kind of good stuff. And Dom doesn't hold back and it's great. Dom gets the win with a brain buster onto thumbtack in seven minutes and 54 seconds. We get a promo from him after the match where he basically can go take on anybody, any type of match, anywhere. He doesn't care. I love the fact he's wearing the Terry Funk Rucklefest t-shirt in the promo. And then we get Biggie cutting getting a yeah. promo afterwards outstanding from there we got another first round matchup the debuting john wayne murdoch against the returning tim daunt this john- was probably my favorite match of the first round um yeah he's fucking nuts the way that they they perfectly blended like wrestling with the death match stuff was just insane like the barbed wire chair with the uh chicken wing like just yes. there was just everything made sense like everything just felt like it was very much like a wrestling match with some hardcore stuff thrown in and i thought it was fucking perfect like uh, watching it live it didn't really resonate with me but watching it back this was my favorite match of the first round like it just everything flowed really well um and it just it just really uh he's, just, he's it just flowed, it flowed really well like i like he knows how to put that match together to where it's not just it wasn't just like wrestling based. It wasn't just hardcore based. It had that really nice mix. I wish Tim Donson didn't have to duct tape his boots. <laughs> his boots are so duct tapey. He just his whole body, everything on him is duct taped together. Um, but yeah, John Wayne Murdoch does shit to himself that I the gusset plates and I hate gusset plates. I don't understand them. I don't know why you need them. Um, they try all sorts of shit and he is just nuts, bleeding everywhere. 
John A. Murdoch, also a really great singer. He has that country song out right now, Richmond, North of Richmond. That's uh, just a fucking killer song. Shut the fuck up. If, if, you, if you've seen, if, if you've seen oh John God. Wayne Murdoch and you've seen this guy, they look identical. They look, yeah, it's really Oliver fucking Anthony. funny. Don't yeah. do that exactly to him. Like. That's, they do. No, don't but they do look that alike. I get but it. Anyway, it's a gusset plate what? is you put into like two by fours, I think, to hold the jo- the joist in place. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I was yeah, I was about to ask, what do you use a gusset plate yeah, for? Yeah, like how they snap into place and then I you use hold it for when I take it and I'm going to just smack one in your forehead the next time I see you. Get in the pit with a gusset plate, Mars. Right. Now, John Thorne is replacing Brian Karkin on commentary for this match and the next match. And I love the fact that John Thorne is shocked that there are kids in the crowd. Like, yes. That's never happened at one of these shows ever before. His, his commentary is was amazing for these two matches. He, and he really enjoyed this match, like, too. So, so he was, was like, wow, John Wayne Murdoch's really good. It's like, yeah, that's that's why you should book him, John. Yes. I feel like there was one time he was like horrified about there being kids. And yes. maybe shit was going into the crowd. And one kid was just like all about it, smiling. He said, he's like, just like he goes, I think I saw a family shot. leave. Yeah, he was. <laughs> it was so great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, um, and Thorn points on commentary, which is correct, was we advertised what the what. Like, they, I, no one should be surprised that this is how this show is going. Yeah. Maybe this is, they were just people that wandered into the barn. Yeah, no, I think they, <laughs> at like one point he said there tickets. was there were people online. Like, there were people waiting to get in after they heard how crazy the first two matches were. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but all right. Listen, he's a promoter. That's how it goes, Butter. Sure, sure. Yeah, you promote something that's uh, not live. That's it's. No, he was on, but he was just, you know, come on now. Oh, well, Wadsworth <laughs> called him out on that. Go on. That's amazing. There's no cell phone curvic out here. For right, the exactly. Out. So like, how Wadsworth they hear how crazy it was. There's it's no fucking job. It's except, job. Except. I had T-Mobile and I had full service. So fuck everyone else. And guess Listen, what? And guess what, bitches. Marcy? Guess what, Marcy? You didn't tell anybody, so. Listen, I got a line of people who are listening to this show right now. I was busy right hanging out with Rupert, okay? They heard my $10 hooker reference. They're lining up to look into the show exactly. now. Exactly. They're all here listening in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Murdoch gets the win oh. with the brain buster onto a chair. 11 minutes and 12 seconds. This one, act advertised. This one, great. And factor in that John Wayne Murdoch wrestled an ICW no hold bar the night before this. So he killed himself the night before. Yeah, this goes this... from fucking New Jersey to Jefferson, Ohio, to do it again. Goddamn, and the he, man's uh, insane. Him winning uh, was was very upsetting to the Richmond North of Richmond. So he's insane. Okay, the guy's literally insane, I, and his body is just scarred and mangled, and he's insane. But you know, I'd love Don- to see him back. Yeah, yeah, and Dance too. I love when Dance is around. Even though he drank me out of like my entire wallet WrestleMania weekend, I still love Dance. <laughs> we get the post match promo, and during Dance promo, he basically hints that he's going to be back. He's like, "I've lost the last couple of times. I'm out here. I didn't want to be one of those guys who hung around too long, but I'm not going out a loser." So, of course, we have not heard his name since. Oh, it's only been like a month. So, I mean, come on. There's still yeah. lots of shows left in the year. Yeah, and we then go into our final first round matchup: the reigning. Belafonco Hardcore Tournament Champion Kaplan taking on Mant Warner. And, I, and I'm not going to lie here. Like, I was, I, when I looked at the final time of this match, I seriously thought that I forgot to reset my stopwatch after the previous match. The time seemed insane to me until I checked cage match and saw that no, it absolutely matched up. Which was how long? 23 minutes and 27 seconds. And absolutely felt like this in, in person. It felt like it was that long. 
uh, which wasn't a problem because they like they beat the shit out of each other for 20 plus minutes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, uh, you know, Stacy got used as a seat in this. That was, was amazing. Really funny. He was. He, that was amazing. He was very like, worried yes. about that being on camera and you can barely see him like you can just see him at like one part and yeah, so you yeah. really can't tell. Like, I, th- I think he could watch this and it would be OK. I don't think he'd be too embarrassed. And I think I think what was what was amazing was Thorne on commentary was going at, at some point he goes. I keep telling these guys it's not an it's not a hard it's a hardcore match not a not a death match and he's like screaming about the chairs because of course they go into the chairs and break the wooden chairs oh yeah and fucking Kaplan does like a cannonball into like the whole into, fucking and they just splinter like toothpicks and then he he's talking about how how the Kaplan punches and the two of them are really hitting each other like they're Kaplan is just punching him square in the face you can hear it I mean these guys were these guys just beat the piss out of each other. And so they took the skewers and uh, he took a single skewer and made Kaplan a unicorn with it. (laughs) Uh, And then he also took one and like dragged, like stuck it in his palm. Then he took it and stuck it in his thigh or his calf. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. These guys, the the stuff that you see Kaplan do, I mean, Mance is, we already know Mance. I mean, Mance bleeds all over the place and can do it. But every time I see Kaplan throw his body around, I'm stunned. He can still walk. I don't know how he does everything. His head, the chair shots, the unprotected chair shots, the, the the anytime he bounces through a table, anytime he goes to the outside and misses that, you know, through the ropes, tope or whatever he does and lands through the table, it's fucking nuts. And 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 the weirdest part about the entire match, it gets started with a tie-up. They actually open collar and elbow. I'm like, what, yeah. what the hell? That was the only wrestling move of the match. They went collar and elbow. <laughs> Well, no, Kaplan did do a split-legged moonsault. They work on couplet and stuff like that. I am joking about that, but I like I like Mance's uh, promo afterwards. But you know, you you can give us the uh, the time and everything. Kaplan with the split-legged moonsault, twenty-three minutes and twenty-seven seconds. This match we hit that ten-minute mark, and I felt like a good go home, a good go home spot. And then at fifteen minutes, I'm like, why the fuck aren't they going home? And then by twenty minutes, I'm totally invested again. So. Yeah, they pulled. They did such a good job of pulling it back in. Cause like I, I agree. Like there was a point where maybe it's going too long, but yeah, as it got to, I'm like, no, fuck it, let's go, <laughs> let's like, go, keep it going. Like I, I actually have in my notes here that the like pre-tape show, and I think the match will still be going on when we start reviewing it. We can think how long it would go. On. I didn't feel like that. I honestly, I, I, when I watch an AIW show, I literally, especially with two guys that I really like, I just kind of, I, I haven't, you know. I, I don't feel it like that, but um, I you just, were just vibing, Josh. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like looking in the crowd and seeing people I know and staring off and looking to see where you guys were and you know seeing where everybody's sitting. So that was it was just a fun match for me to watch, especially as I got I was watching it as I got Kaplan's uh, uh, beef jerky in the mail. So I had that while I was watching Kaplan's head turn into beef jerky. So <laughs> it Wait, all so, so you circle. got some, and then I'm gonna send you some. Yeah, I'm keeping I got the super I... spicy. Well, fuck you then. I'm keeping what I uh, what I send me one. Did you no, take one? Send, send me it, one. Send right. it to me. Send it to me. We'll split. It. No, I'll just give you what we got. It's 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 waiting to go. Uh, I, like I, I had a bunch when we were at the at the uh, show. Like I had half the bag. So, but I but have very good. I have super spicy. You have regular. I need the regular. No, this has got some spice to it. I think. Oh, okay. I, I don't think it was as the super super spicy, but uh, yeah. he it was pretty spicy compared to his normal. So I don't know. Uh, if he gave me this, if he made some super spicy, I'm going to have to hit him up and get some more. Uh, maybe at uh, the uh, J-Lit. Yeah. 
Okay, well, we do get the promo from each guy after the match. Mint Warner and his promo. Talk about his Greek and Lockett, but he is going to enter Jaylet. And of course, his first round match is going to be against Katie Arquette. And the match with Joe Boto okay, will be the best match of night one. <laughs> from there, we have intermission live in the in the barn, I guess. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna get in the arena. I'm like, oh, that's not right. But I mean it's the arena. arena. Arena is what you make of it. So. Right, it's an all-encompassing area that you fight in. An arena, it works. They had an ent- there was an entrance, I yep. guess. Like, <laughs> but match number match number one coming out of intermission, non-tournament action. Austin James taking on Vic Vice for about the 18th time. I enjoyed it very much. I no, don't remember. I thought they've only wrestled two or three times max. I I, I loved it. I'm I'm joking. Yeah, I love. I was going to say James. this is like. I think Not, the first it's the first one on one match that they've had out on a main show because he talks yeah. about the scramble and stuff. But yeah, this like this is where the feud's really starting to 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 heat up here with yeah. this match. And they both fucking did amazing. Like Vic Vice just like is on another level. He's he's getting like uh, he, whatever reps he's getting in, wherever he's getting them. He is like ascending to this next level already. Yeah. Hitting he's, like I, I think- and like just fucking liger bombs out of the corner. I mean, he was fucking just going all in. And I was really digging it. And he's got a great uh, opponent in Austin James, a.k.a. Crazy Pants. So I like I like Austin James's uh, touch all the bases and then do a drop kick on a cookie sheet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they, I was all for it. They get their characters. They fucking deliver like what the character should be like. They there be you know, the product of that. The, the school is just uh they're, they're they're proof positive that they're doing something good there at the AIW Academy because that's this match like had no hype really around it, but it's fucking it was killer. It was it was yeah. a really good match. I I think Vic's first round match with Trey Lamar is going to be the sleep could be the sleeper of the oh, first. Oh for sure, round. I was thinking oh, yeah. about that watching this. I was like, him and fucking Trey are going to fucking tear it up. It's going to be gonna awesome. be so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Austin James finding a lickling to Charlie Butter and using the bat for the bell. They fight on the floor for a minute. Tom Dunn calls for the bell and counts the two before Pedro had to hurry up and ring the bell, but Steve Guy's not paying any attention. The match actually almost ended before it actually before it technically began, but the bell had it run. We already had a two count. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I will say I I know they didn't do a ton with weapons in this one, but I would have preferred they didn't do anything with weapons at all outside of the tournament matches just to make the make make them seem more different than what they were. Nope, everything had to be hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. I liked it, and no rules, no rules. Whole sh- whole show, just like Rager. Give it to me. Give me. Give me all the craziness. Yeah, and I mean, they didn't have to use a lot. They used like a cookie sheet, and, and they didn't bat, do much. They, that but... was really it. They didn't yeah, have they to, kept it. It was it was just fine for what it needed to be. It was just enough weapon usage. It was fine. I thought it was great. They kept it simple. Yeah, and With like the, you said, it was a sprint. It was what less than ten minutes, right? I mean, it was uh, good. Yeah, Vic Fike got the win in six minutes and 44 seconds. Shortest match of the show. He hit that running Liger bomb out of the corner, and I fucking, I jumped. I was like, that move was fucking sweet. I love a running Liger bomb. That's so good. And we get promo from each guy after the match. James cutting a promo, calling out Vic Fike for a rematch at Ruckle Razor. Fike cutting a promo game that Austin James really hadn't technically beaten him because pre-show don't count, and <laughs> he didn't beat him in the scramble. So Vic Fike undefeated against Austin James in his mind. Oh, yeah. Pre-shows count. It wasn't recorded. It doesn't exist. Not canon. It's a key. It has to be. It has to be on film for it to be canon. <laughs> it's on film. It's just tag. It's not on flight. Stop. No, they don't know that. They don't know that. Not canon. We then, <laughs> we then have tag team action. Cassius King of the Duke and Eric Taylor 
taking on Mikey Montgomery and Sam Hardway Holloway. And this is where I made the comment about the commentary and, and Brian Carr can be in a lot of cows. Like I said, my Roku TV oh was on eight God. and I thought he was screaming in my ear. Like I would, like I, like I thought my wife was going to yell at me for yelling at the TV that being how Brian Carkin was. It was ridiculous. I didn't mind it because I really, really liked, I really, really liked the, um, uh, the match itself. And I, I was following along with, with just, you know, in my own, I didn't need any of the commentary to see, um, what was going on there but that's code for josh mutes the tv when he does his workout while he's watching so he didn't fucking have to hear it because he's smart right. so re- real talk <laughs> i i, didn't do I that. wish it would be cool if as an option no commentary was a thing just as in general as like a thing to have i mean outside of not being able to hear anything in the match the mute is definitely an option but yeah i, I get what like you want to them- hear everything else yeah, yeah. Well, I just like when Duke gets beat up, it doesn't matter who's on commentary. They always, everybody always goes crazy when Duke's getting beat up. And I think it's really funny. And uh, uh, I just love Sam, Sam Holloway. I, I think it's a, we got in on the ground floor people. We were like Apple when they first started. We're, we're in on the ground floor. We bought stock and big Sam the second we saw him. And we said, this guy is going to be a champ. I love it. Eric Taylor. I love Mikey, but Eric Taylor shining. Just him and Sam Holloway in this match, the bright stars, amazing, amazing. Yeah, so we do get a spot early on here where Mikey Montgomery go for the clean shot Kenton, and he doesn't come close to connecting. Can we go right back to it? Yeah. Just do something oh, Did else. you guys notice on the uh, the bar that comes up on the screen to introduce who they oh, are? Oh, yeah, they spelled the, loose. Yeah, the, loose. He, he is. he's a born looser. Looser. I was going to say, I was going to say, come on, come on, guys. We got spell check. We got to check this. Come on. Is that like code for that? Mikey has a loose butthole. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. Marcy, don't laugh. You're just egging him on. Yeah. <laughs> See yeah, you. But, yeah, but, but I was like, concerned. But, I was like, why would you talk? Why would you say that about Mikey? Poor little Mikey. He's loose. <laughs> uh, but, He's but like I said, Mikey completely making on that Fenton and go right back to it. Just do something else. No, I didn't mind. He played it off just fine. He got, he missed. He came back, he did it again, and then looked, and he was like, I was like that close. He, he looked at Sam because I was that close. We'll give you to disagree. I mean, it's not a it's not a major thing. Especially in this environment. Yeah. If it was like in a big show in a big spot, yes, go try something else. But this environment, nobody was like, you know, staring it down. So I think it was okay. Mikey Duff played a fake in peril, which I think everybody expected. Uh we get we get the hot tag. Uh Holloway had a kick looking shotgun drop kick to Eric Taylor. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kaplan Holloway. did a drop kick too, by the way. I forgot. He did a he did a shotgun drop kick on uh on Mance, and that looked crazy. I forgot about that part, but okay, sorry about that. I wish the rocket launcher they did would have been the finish because that looked good. Yeah. I bet all kinds all kinds of creaking stuff happening. Duke get put onto a table. I'm surprised the table didn't break just from Duke weight being on it, but that thing was bowing bad. But it stayed dirty enough long enough for Holloway to choke Liam Taylor over the top rope onto Duke through the table. Uh, we yeah, did that get a, was we, that was uh, wasn't expecting that during this match. <laughs> it felt like it came out of left field. I was like, oh shit! All right, cool. <laughs> okay, we do get a spot that I absolutely hate, where Porto Shea going for the three count and Duke pulling him out of the ring to prevent the pin, but Porter's hand hit the mat on the way out of the ring. That's a spot. That. Yeah, Porter, and, and, and he got. Of, he got interfered why, with, so it stops. It. The count stops anyway. No matter if his hand touches the ground, he got interfered with, so the spot, the, the, the count stops. I'll allow it, but I... Uh, it's not your favorite, I gotcha. It's not my favorite. 
Like I get what they, I get what they were going through, and it's just. I mean, I mean, if, if an umpire gets hit in the fake with a foul ball, he's still going to call a foul ball. Yeah, different sport. I, granted, but still. But we get Eric, Eric Taylor going for the going for the moon call, avoiding Mikey's moon call. I'm sorry, and then hitting Mikey with a pair of brass knuckles to get the pin in fifteen ten. Yes, Mikey. Go, Mikey Montgomery still has not gotten that win over Eric Taylor. You know it's coming at some point, just no matter how long they want to play it. They're doing that steel cage in uh in the in the street festival next this week. weekend. This weekend, yeah. yeah. Uh, still doesn't necessarily mean Mikey getting the win. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, you're not wrong. I'm just, just you know, they should play it out all the way to Absolution next year and and do do something crazy for it. But I'm just excited to get another steel cage match. Yes, they love using that cage now. I'm I, I'm looking at this right now like this is going to end up being an AIW version of Tommy Dreamer and Raven, where Mikey's going to become this close to beating Mikey every time, and not probably the other way around. Mikey's going to become this close to beating Eric Taylor every time out. And somehow Taylor's going to find a way to pull it off. I really feel like that's where they're going with it. Just have to wait and see. We do get the promo afterward where Mikey essentially threatened to decapitate Eric Taylor. He got something about having his head on a stick when it, when he was done with him. Might be a little harsh there, Mikey. That's you know what he. You get turned on by your what? What if others turned on you? How would you? He does you it every week. His head on your stick. <laughs> he does that wait, every week. Jayhawks try. I said that badly. <laughs> yeah, you that, please. Head on your stick. <laughs> uh, we do. We, then we get Hardware Holloway challenging the Duke for the Hawks boot in his promo. He's the guy, right? Sam's the guy who takes that be. from him. Gotta be. Gotta be. Fuck yeah! It should be. It, one million percent should be. Um, it would be so rewarding. Can you imagine the pop if Sam dethrones Duke and takes that boot? Like the whole world will just rejoice and just go nuts. Uh he's 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 putting that boot on the line against Hornswoggle. Maybe Swoggle will take it from him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the Cash and Keen promo with Eric Taylor talking about how he he wants to be done with Mikey Montgomery. That's why he turned on in the first place. Eric Taylor is killing it with the freaking promo. I mean, he is getting so good at the promo. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. We then go to our semi main event, the intense championship on the line in an Ashtabula County bull rope match. Wes Barkley defending against Derek Dillinger, and I'm going to say it right here, and I'm and I will take no more questions after I get the, the next couple of sentences out. Oh damn! Barkley's doing the deal where he's throwing Derek into into the each turnbuckle. He gets to the fourth corner. Tom Dunn tells him, if you do that, you're going to lose the match. Go Barkley taps the turnbuckle himself and then throw Derek into it. That had never interrupted a four-corner stipulation ever. 95% of the goddamn match end that way. Derek Dillinger the intense champion. I will take no more questions. Oh, boy. Derek is going okay, to so slap I'll, your face. I was actually going to have a question not related to that, so maybe I can still ask this. Is there any specific Is there any specific rule set to it being in Ashtabula County? Matt, it's like, is there any is there any specific rules with it being in Ashville County? Is what I'm asking. Maybe, maybe this is like uh, specific here. Maybe that's maybe it does get interrupted when you're in Ashville County. That's right. It's the Ashtabula rules, and you tell that to our our up and coming guest Wes Barkley, and to a friend of the show Derek Dillinger, who will slap your face for it. So, Derek will agree with me. Here's my no. here, here's my complaint about this match. Uh, Derek had just lost the intense belt, right? Yeah. Uh, and this is like the rematch for it, right? How right. often in AIW has a title change happened right after one like this? Uh, I literally went in this match knowing that Derek was losing. I had no, like, there was no 
build for me on this. Like it, it was the same thing as when they did the ladder match with Kevin Owens and Finn Balor for the NXT title. I already knew that that he wasn't winning. Like I already knew Kevin Owens wasn't winning. So like what what was the you know the thing going into it? There was just nothing there for me. Like the the, the just, I, I get it. There was I no drama. Were- there was no drama because nobody you don't lose the belt in big fashion at absolution to win it back at the hardcore tournament a couple weeks later. It just that's doesn't a, happen. That's a good but, point. But what but, if he did? But what if he did? Right. That'd be great. But guess what? It's never happened. And it's and until you do that to show that it could happen, it does. It's not going to happen. That's true. You See, know what's going to happen? It's going to happen one time. It's going to blow your fucking mind. And it'll be fucking sweet. And I'll be so psyched because it actually happened because I expected it not to happen. But knowing how these things go, it never fucking happens. So I just I had no like no semblance of anything for this match. It was a good match. It just I there was no drama for it for me. Like, I, you know, I wanted Derek to, to win it back, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't in the cards. It's, you know, Wes's time with the belt. So it's I- not. I think what they wanted to do was solidify West as the champ and be like, okay, he's he's already he's taken Derek out twice and that's it. Like we're gonna move on for a bit. Derek's got greener pastures to go to, but West needed to, I guess, prove to himself that he could do it again, and he did. Um, and that's it. Like I, I think that's all it was. I love a bull rope match. I like them bleeding all over the place like that. I like the creative stuff like guy going to tap the turnbuckle, the other guy rolls out of the ring and drags him out with him. I like shit like that. Um, you're right about the logic, and I just looked at it from a different way, but you're right. You're definitely right. You knew that it wasn't going to change, but I think they wanted to get that last one out of it. Right. And like then, I understand from West a booking standpoint why they would do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I understand all that. Okay. That's that has nothing to do with if you watch the product, you absolutely know there's no way this is changing hands again. This isn't right. 90, you know, this isn't 2001 WWE where it's a possibility anything can happen. You have all these things, you know, you have the way that they book for, for this stuff. It's not going to happen. It's not, it's not something they do. They like, look how long Derek held the belt. Look how often the tag titles change hands. Look how often the world title changes. They don't change them, you know, show to show like that on the Indies very often anymore, especially AIW. AIW's track record since I've been watching hasn't been that insane with the belts. So it just it felt like it just lacked drama to me. That's all it really was. Okay. It wasn't. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there wasn't anything on the wrestlers. They didn't do nothing wrong. The mat, like I said, the match was absolutely fine. Like I enjoyed the match. Just that little bit of drama that would have like you know put it in that same realm that I had at Absolution when the match was happening before it was a foregone conclusion. It just it felt like it was. Yeah. I don't want to say lazy booking because it's not, but it's because it's the it's common sense booking. But it just it it didn't do it for me. But that's just okay. that was my one little nitpick. Yeah, okay, so just just for clarification, take here uh, just some quick research. The last time AIW changed a championship two straight show with the tag team championship, and those were the two pandemic shows in Indiana in 2020. Mm-hmm. So um, do that? Do those really count in the grand scheme of things when you're looking at it that way? They didn't know when they were running again after the two show. And so, they did the one to just be a shock to, to begin with, and then they had to get back on track. So. Yeah, before before that, it was a uh, weird world title reign. They won it at Hell on Earth and locked it at Welcome to the Party Pal in 2018. Mm-hmm. That was that was show to show. That but that's been it. Still counts. Yeah, but it happened. It happened twice in the last five years, and one of those is do, do we really count it based on the circumstance? So, so I, I get what you're saying with that. Like I like the way that they did the one actually how weird world won the belts where they it was defended. 
uh, in a match. Everybody thought it was foregone that they were going to lose the belts in that match. They won, and then World World cashed in and won the belts. So it was a great swerve. That was really cool. I liked that they they thought ahead enough to know like the, to know that people would think that it was going to happen because they knew that Magnum was retiring, right? And that so they were probably going to drop the belts, and so they did that nice swerve. That was really that was great. This just I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, it's just my one little stupid brain complaint that like bugged me about about the match. Okay, the match the match itself was fine. They yeah. did good. They did good work. Yep. Yeah, I, I questioned the logic of that one spot. Like I got every other four corner stipulation, like the ever that would have been the end of the match. Yeah, they just they just did I guess it to me it was, it was a County. foregone conclusion, and I think that's what ruined it for my. I ruined it for myself. Maybe that's that's more that's the thing. Fair. Yeah, and because going into any of these other like you know matches with Derek and and when the belts are on the line or whatever, I I really have no idea what could happen either way. But sometimes you get those ones where it's like they're not going to put it right back on them right after this happened. Like they just made a big deal about putting it on West. So like, it just, it just made it feel like it was such a foregone conclusion that there was, you know, it, it really wasn't gonna, they weren't going to pull some, some switcheroo on me. And it just, yep. I don't know. Again, match was awesome. I liked uh, Derek. Just, he puts everything into these matches and, you know, an Ashabula bull rope match as, as corny as, you know, uh, a bull rope, a bull rope matches anymore. Like in my opinion, I think that you know this match was still really fun. It's fair. This was one of your more fair uh, criticisms. I appreciate that. I, I felt like maybe it was being a little too harsh, but you know, no, no. I think it, you liked the match. You just didn't like you didn't like the decisions of doing that match at that point, and I get it. So no complaints on that one. And the, and Derek did a sick promo afterwards too. Ref retain officially eleven minutes and forty nine seconds. We get that angry Derek Dellinger promo where he basically compared losing the title to being friend zone in junior high. Yes, which was awesome. <laughs> Little Derek Klein. She said, I just want to be your friend. <laughs> uh, <so> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an interesting way of way of wording that. I thought that's the most American ever happened in my life. And then I lost to West Barkley. <laughs> it was good. It was good stuff. Yeah, that is pretty embarrassing, Derek. How could you lose to him? What's wrong with you? How could you get friend zone, Derek? You're such a hunk, right, Mars? <laughs> well, that was also young. That was young, Derek. It was probably before you figured it out. We all were at that point. Pre-tatted yeah. up, Derek. Yes. I want to know how old he actually was in that. He said the movie they went to Kiwa Glenn before time. And like, I remember that when I was a kid. <laughs> Derek, younger than I am. So. Maybe it was a re-release. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> then again, there were like 18 Land Before Time movie, too. I could have been like Land Before Time, Kevin or some shit. That's true. That's or, true. Or, or, hey, or, hey, Der- Derek, let know which Land Before Time was it. <laughs> or yeah. he's a liar. <laughs> I refuse to believe that our Derek, our friend of the show, Derek Dillinger, is a liar. I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that. No, I, 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 I said it. It's our, you did not say it. I said it. Derek, I'm calling your bluff on this. <laughs> Let us know either way. We then go to our final four-way elimination match to determine the winner of the second annual Bell Alfonso Hardcore Tournament. Chuck Stone, Dominic Garini, John Wayne Murdoch, and Kaplan. Bell Alfonso is your special guest referee, as he was for year one. The match technically starts in the ring, and it doesn't get back in the ring for about five minutes after the opening bell. Now, yeah, in comparison, you, you could have given me three guesses who was going to win this match, and I would have been wrong. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, absolutely. Jayhawk, you need to get one of those shirts like Fonzie's got with like the embroidered like Hall of Fame 
Jared Hawkins on the shirt, you know, the white, the white ref shirt, but he, but, he, that, but that's, it's not so much a referee shirt though, is that he's a manager of champions. Jayhawk yes, doesn't manage was, anybody. No, but he was wearing a referee shirt that said Bill Alfonso hardcore tournament. First that it said first annual Bill Alfonso and it had the date of last year's. And then it said Fonzie on the other side. So Jayhawk, you get a ref shirt, one of the old school button ones that say hall of famer on one side and Jayhawk on the other. And you wear a little bow tie with it. You could do it while we're recording or at the It'll next. So, uh, a nice little bow tie. Yes. It'll be so bow cute. Tie. Sure. And you get a shirt, too, because Fonzie also had sneakers on that said uh, hardcore manager of champions or whatever. If you saw, they they did a close up of his shoes while they were doing something on the ground and his sneakers are all uh, painted up and everything, too. Fonzie's a man. He accessorizes. Jared, Jared you can be our adorable little ref mascot. Yeah. Hall of Fame ref mascot. I will say that Bill Alfonso is the only referee that I will permit to wear shorts. That was any, other referee, every, any other referee did that, I would yell at them for doing that. But Fonky, that's cool. He's almost, who was that, he's who was that ref in TNA that wore shorts? Click oh, Johnson. Yeah! I hated that fucking dude. Yeah. <laughs> he can't wear shorts. He wasn't even a good referee, dude. I, I think it's. I feel like shorts make you more aerodynamic to get those like counts. Yeah, in, you can like you can do that split to get down into the pin. But, position you can do them really big splits it is if if the company you're working for is okay with you wearing them then i'm not going to fault you for it. you're doing what the company wants but it's a in thousand gen- in degrees general- in ashtabula county in the more referees need to wear daisy dukes come on yes. porter wear let's, daisy go. Dukes. <laughs> let's go yeah tom dunn and the daisy dukes let's go <laughs> Jay Clemens and the Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Let me know, boys. Put these, I'll put these I'll images help. in your minds right now. I'll help you find the right size, boys. The right size to accentuate your packages. Marcy will help you with this. Thank goodness. <laughs> so there's a match. The, the finals. Kaplan, Daisy Dukes. Let's go. You can get them Kaplan, splits Kaplan, off the top Kaplan, row Kaplan better. Will do it. Kaplan will probably do it. Just let's to do go. It. Yeah. 2024 Jizz Fest, Kaplan. Let's, let's bust out the Daisy Dukes. Yeah, but basically the first five minutes of the match and call on the floor in the crowd. Kaplan got a head completely banished up from a first round match. The pain is just coming undone like 30 seconds again. Like, <laughs> of, like he's coming killing him, tripping over it rather than it, it, more than, than anybody hitting him. I appreciate it. It was like, oh, because it was just all it became comical at a point. All right, go. Dominic comes getting the first elimination. He pins John Wayne Murdoch with the backdrop driver at 649. Not just after Murdoch avoided a muckle buster. This is where I noted that, that you could tell that Carson was talking over Wadsworth to the point that I'm not sure Carson could hear Wadsworth. Yeah. We'll be talking to Wadsworth next week. We can ask him about this. <laughs> little hint for everybody. Talking to Wadsworth next week. Big time interview. President yeah. of AIW. That's correct. We had Dominic Arini and Chuck Stone is changing headbutts at one point. Gross. Gross. Oh, yeah. The headbutts are always gross. I don't like headbutts. I don't like them. I don't need yeah. you having your head torn out of your body your brain poured out of your head like Shibata did. So don't headbutt each other because that surgery seemed extremely experimental. We get more totes, more totes. <laughs> yep, we get that, and we get Jay more Gold, totes. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to headbutt you uh, next time I see you. And then you <laughs> can have your brain taken out of your body. <laughs> I, and that, best, best part of the totes is Fonzie is handing out pieces as the match is still going on. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, Fonzie's only there to count the three. Like there's nothing yeah. else he can do. 
I mean, and that's they like yelled about the referees like all throughout the first round matches about like, oh, these referees, they're not doing nothing. It's like there's nothing for them to do except count the three. That's all they're there for. That's it. But even well, though Ma- correctly kept pointing this out every time, but, but Mance versus Kaplan in the first round, Mance grabbed the bottom rope as a as a breakout. And they said it's not false count anywhere. So, you know, there are rules in the ring when you're getting pinned. That's right. correct. Yeah. A lot of people forget that with commission can in no DQ mansion too. Correct. Well, you can still tap out. No, he can't. My fault count anywhere. Right. It's not do it anywhere. It's do it in the four ropes and you still get rope breaks. Yeah. Kaplan didn't got a commission for a while. Could we get a good two or three minutes of just Dom against Stone? And I kind of want to see them have a regular one-on-one match, but what we got out of it was really good. Is Chuck Stone the breakout star of a uh, bulking, bulking season? And it's starting to look that way. Stone pins Dom with the burger time plan and Slam in 11-13. Can we get Stone against Kaplan for the last the first, several minutes? The, the before, first man to pin Dom in the year of uh, 2023 was yep. Chuck Stone. It wasn't just the Burger Time Slam now. Come on. Oh. What is it? I was. I forget. Was this a kick or a punch to the deck? <laughs> <laughs> because this was the theme with all of Chuck Stone's victories. So you can just call it a low blow and it doesn't. you don't have to specify. Just say it's a no, low blow. No, we have to specify. We have to it, that's we're professional podcast, but you don't even remember. So why why specify if you can't remember? Because I was hoping someone would tell me. Dom Kosho playing for the evening change right before the fin. There you go. Yeah. Finish cup. Kaplan go for a foot leg and moon call. Stone up grabbing Kaplan and power bombing him through a door for the pin in fifteen oh four. Go Chuck Stone, the least likely person to be in the tournament at all, wins the whole damn thing once again. Another low blow. See, I did it that time. There, there you, go. you go. Look at you. I'm After just ma- saying that's the, learning the, on the job. These are key points of the match. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, it's uh what's it called? It's uh it's it's a hardcore match, so it doesn't matter if you if you uh uh kick them in the dick or whatever, it's still yeah, legal. You, could, you know, just low blow the entire match. It could have been a whole match of low blows. It's going yeah. back and forth. Oh my god, a whole like just that AJ style WrestleMania yeah. match. Just kicks in the dick over and over again yeah that's that, that's what needs to happen they need to have it where the finals just the last two guys just keep kicking each other in the dick until one guy falls down and can't they, get back up so they're gonna rochambeau for it yeah exactly saying. exactly rochambeau yeah. it's a rochambeau match that's what we'll call it oh i like that as my friend brian gain going wrestling with regret dick kick skinny it'll be uh yeah that should be a new death match type with like a gusset plate on your shoe there you go after the match, Fonky raked Stone's hand, and Stone, the guy, he's going to fuck Fonky up. Yeah, I didn't get it. Why did he turn all of a sudden get all angry at Fonzie? He gave him the bill. I mean, he gave him the belt. What What are you doing? And I mean, this is clearly what they were like. That's why I was pointing out the low blows. This is where they were heading. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's an elderly gentleman. He punched him in the eye, bleeding all over the place. Well, here, here's the thing. And I bet you in a tournament like this, you're not going to boot somebody for low blows. They're legal. Yeah, people like Chuck Stone anyway, but you're going to get booed the like fuck if you beat up on Fonny. Everybody loves Fonny. Yeah, they're driving the point home. And it's not necessarily the most technical thing in the world as to why he would do it, but the reason of doing it, make sure that you know, okay, you're supposed to boo Chuck Stone moving forward. He is now a heel. And it went absolutely batshit nuts for five to ten minutes afterwards. Just yeah, the P- locker rooms and everybody came out and it was just bonkers. Yeah, PME come out to try to get funky, then all the heels come out, then all the fake come out. Guy, I didn't even know we're there or, or out there that, on various guys. Yeah, that dark man bear and the like. Yeah, the man bear pig kid, he came out and a bunch of other guys. Then Yvonne England was out there. Oh, yeah, so I saw Sid out there. 
I don't know what side Sid is on. He doesn't know what side he's on. No, he was he was fighting Sam Holloway at one point. I was like, what is Sid doing? What the hell is he doing out there? He does as he pleases, okay? <laughs> Just there for the vibes. That's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> at one point during that during uh the, the, the match where where Mancer was on top of Stacy, I look over to the left of Stacy and there's right. Sid Ron Eklund yeah, just sitting yeah. there. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> love said. Yep, love him. Sorry, Jayhawk. No, you're fine. Oh, what Barkley gets on the mic, he wants to fight right now, and Duke's like, no. Like, why would we do that? And and realistically, Martin Luke by Duke, why would you do that? Because they could do it at Russell Rager. And guess what? That's what they did. And we'll cover that once it's available to review. Oh, I know what news I wanted to talk about this week. God damn it. (laughs) Well, we got time. Let's let's do the the wrap up on this and then we'll talk about this because I got I know it's a it's a funny little bit from from a few weeks ago. It's come back around now. Get more star rating bullshit. No promo. We had Chuck Stone cutting his promo about his victory, but then Fonky cut one and it's not his first time getting stitched up. And you owe me, big guy. Figured that was kind of important in fact building toward the record rager match. No. Oh yeah. No. Thumbs up. Thumbs, Thumbs up. Thumbs way up. That was a fun ass show. I loved it. Now go ahead, Butters. Yeah, what's your news story? Come on. Wait, Butters, did you give a thumbs up or thumbs down? What'd you I do? didn't say nothing. Well, say it. Thumbs three quarters of the way up. Oh, boo to you. What the I'm fuck te- is I'm that? I'm teasing. Calm down. Oh. Okay. Thumbs up. <laughs> anyway, our buddy Adam commented on the AIW post on on facebook to let uh aiw know that he is rebecca curtis perry's number one f- sponsor forever and fan till jesus returns he did Are you fucking hear it he did and porter was like what's your major malfunction <laughs> and thorn is like who <laughs> <laughs> and, is that still uh, up yeah is that up I, I took a screenshot of it i don't know if it's oh. still up you have to send me the screenshot that's outstanding yeah it's that good dude's time. bonkers why He's is that dude up. bonkers <laughs> voicemails Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. How many we got this week? Two. All right, all right. We're missing Stan. First, for uh, Patreon member Zach. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, Zach here. Uh, question for y'all. I was thinking about this with uh, All Out coming up, well, happening. What is, uh, what's your shelf life on like a pay-per-view or I guess really kind of any video, I guess, of wrestling? I don't know. Those are bad words, but you know what I mean. Like All Out came out. I didn't watch it then. I'm, a, I'm like a week out now. Probably have fallen into that. I'm never going to watch it. Right. So what's your time frame on if you don't see it in one or two days, you never watch it. And it doesn't have to be All Out necessarily, but like maybe it's the indie show on, you know, streaming or you know, what's that window look like for you? That if you miss it, you're never going back. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye. So here's the thing. I'm honestly all over the place with this. Like, I don't think I have a set window because I could probably just forget about a show that happened four months ago and then it'll just randomly pop into my head. I don't know if anyone yeah. else does yes. that. I, I honestly, if I miss live uh, regular TV, so if I miss Raw or AEW, I'll never go back and look for a match that's on it. If I miss a WWE premiere live event or whatever it is during the day, if I can get to it that night, I'll watch it. If not, I will not go back to it. And AEW, if I don't buy it, I'll never buy it. So it's, it depends on what it is. But the WWE, because, you know, Peacock's so cheap. It's not like I'm not going to go buy an AEW pay-per-view and try to hunt it down. 
but Peacock, it's going to be on like hours later. If I can catch it before the weekend's over, I will definitely watch it again. Everything else, if I don't get it that day, I'll just read about it and that's it. Yeah, I'm not going to say I'll never go back to anything. Like, I watch a lot of wrestling. I watch a lot of old wrestling to make I feel like watching something that yeah you know, that's not recent. So there's no set time frame. Uh, generally speaking, if I'm not home to watch something live for whatever reason, I'm probably not going to watch that show anytime soon. Unless I hear something really good on it. Like I I didn't get to see the collision live that had the FTR Bullet Club goal two out of three fall match. It went 58 minutes. But I heard so many people talk about it being a match of the year candidate. I watched it the next day. But that's that's gonna be a rarity. But, but like, I can but hey, I can hey, also hey. go back and into a build up for say a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam and watch the WrestleMania one for the eighty fifth time too. So it's, yeah, it's but a I, kind of I, I was going to watch this no matter what. I was going to watch the AIW shows that don't get streamed. I get disappointed. I want to watch those because I have vested interest in the company and the friends and everything else and our job here doing this. So I will absolutely go back to AIW, but most of those companies I won't do. Not live. Not if I miss it. it I honestly very, very much. Usually I won't go back and watch old stuff. Um, but if I want to watch a certain wrestler, I'll go back and watch like their specific matches of old stuff like if i want to watch everything that brian danielson's done since he came to aew i'll go back and look for that stuff um show wise though like aew i don't know how often i've missed wednesday night and i literally don't go out of my way to look for anything unless like there's rare times like i really want to see something and i have some extra time i'll maybe go back and look for that one thing but if i can pull it up on youtube and just watch like whatever they have up on their youtube of it then that's usually good enough for me uh indie wrestling wise i don't watch a whole lot like you the three companies i really watch are the ones we really talk about on here and i don't go back and watch stuff like i haven't watched thursday night fights in a while won't go back and watch them probably yeah so it just is what it is. I don't know. Get some momentum. You watch it. Then you lose the momentum. You don't go back to it. Then you can go back to I just, it a later. I date. don't want to burn myself out. And if I burn myself out, then like the whole house of cards falls. So yeah. I just need to be very careful with that. And like, I've been watching, uh, walking the King's road, um, Ooh. the, the documentary series that, uh, Joseph Montesio, uh, did on YouTube, basically uh-huh. like explaining like the all Japan, uh, stuff with the four pillars like starting from like 88 working his way all the way through it's really cool i think he's up to like 95 it's really fascinating stuff he goes through like matches explains like the whole story of the match like shows all the stuff in the match. it's fucking sweet i really enjoy it and that's friend of the show dalton who gave everybody covid last weekend uh he actually recommended it so i've been watching that in my spare time but other than that like wrestling wise this was the first wrestling I watched outside of All Out last night because somebody was streaming it in one of the discords I'm in. So I sat and watched most of it while I was playing Red Dead Redemption. So, hmm. and, and and again, I go through certain moods too. Like when Terry Funk passed away, I started watching all the all the a lot of the old ECW stuff that Terry Funk again. I mm-hmm. wanted to watch Terry Funk stuff, and I kind of kept that running. But it yeah, you know, I go I go through streaks. Good question, Zach. You're the man. I love yeah. Zach. And of course, up next, the one and only, the other JB. Hey there, Indy Fling Guy, it's the other JB. So, if y'all have been paying attention the last, you know, week or so, you know that a lot of things have been going on. So, I feel like I need to um, start out this call with um, an apology. 
Um, no, it's not defunct. Uh, I don't care. Um, this apology goes out to um, Tom Dunn, Tom Dunn, and Porter O'Shea um, because I was watching back the hardcore tournament, um, and I remembered that during the show I had a conversation with Tom Dunn in the back, and when I went to um, relay, you know, the cliff notes of you know what happened with. Butters, I uh, flipped your flipped um, Tom Dunn's name with Porter O'Shea. So I sincerely apologize for that. I owe you both um, beer or an entree or something if you other don't want drinks. So, anyways, so the Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament. Um, I think that um, the match of the card was the Dom and Ziggy match, um, and that uh, door that uh, Rana through the uh, door between the ropes spot was uh, you know pretty crazy. Hopefully, at some point, we can see that um, through the success that I think that we all thought that it could have. So, anyways, have fun. Was there a question in there? No. I don't, I, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I, no, no. I, she was apologizing to Tom Dunn and Porter O'Shea for getting them mixed up, apparently. That's okay. what I got. Well, that, that. Was, that was probably alcohol-induced, so that's, that's reasonable. <laughs> Oh no! But we're right. There was no. There was no question, though. Okay. No, just, just making sure okay. I didn't miss it. Just had to make sure. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks for the calls, as always. Yeah, and if you would like to call, don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? He got, he got that, but the phone number is going to be up in our in our Twitter or whatever the frick it's called this week by the end of the week. So. Yeah, you know, just just give me your money uh, on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash IWGuide. Whoa, whoa, give $5, you? $5, $10. Uh, give, give us that money. Uh, it'll <sighs> be put to good use. Nobody uh, give Butters any money. <laughs> give it to us. <laughs> I, I, I'd say give it give it to me, but it's obviously going towards IW Guide stuff. So I, it doesn't go on, you know, my electric bill or something, I promise. Yeah, all, all of our Patreon money go right back into the show. Usually to usually to pay JKP to guy for the graphics. Right. If we're being honest. <laughs> Just <laughs> we're, put it on our tab. Here you go. We'll give you, yeah. you know, so much a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if we're being honest, like where the bulk of that Patreon money going. So. That's right. And it's a good and thing. The we do have sale the money as shit. well. So yeah. 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 We have cool shit. And uh and it's great. And I wish more people would go to our Brainbusters uh T store because we have really cool shit. Yeah, we just put up a, a whole new line of Marcy Arcade stuff. There's a hoodie, a shirt, some stickers, so you can go get your. If you enjoyed the Patreon preview episode, Marcy's Arcade, you can go check that out. Uh, there, get, there might be more coming soon. Yeah, is there? I didn't. Oh, oh, of the show. Yeah, yeah, there is more of that coming soon. <laughs> I totally well, thought you were I talking mean, about something else. I was like, wait, is there is there booty shorts coming? I'm confused. I wish. Yeah, or arcade booty shorts. We'll figure that out. We'll make that happen. <laughs> it's got to be a way. The, heat, sure. look, the heat's coming back, so people need them. Yeah. <laughs> Plugs. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, OnlyFans, and Blue Sky at eGirlFenboyBoy, spelled B-O-I. That's my other podcast, X-Over. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Twitch and TikTok at RefJayhawk. And I am free until September 23rd as of now. I'll be working for Real Action Pro Wrestling for their Back to School show September 23rd. The Ohio Urban Renaissance Center in, in beautiful Youngtown, Ohio. You Where might somebody you, you did might not just get shot the other night, you know. No, no, that, that, that actually did not happen. <laughs> allegedly. You, you might, you might, you, allegedly. You, 
you might give me a jailet. Somebody trying to talk me to go into jailet just because they want their ECW title signed by Makado Tanaka and they assumed I was going. Go like, can to you get the sign for me? Jayhawk, I'll buy go, your ticket. Go at to least, Jaylock. Go to Jaylet. Go. At least go at least go Saturday. Go. Tell me the day, Jayhawk. Go to Jaylet. Go go Saturday I mean, so we I mean, can all hang out. You just got offered a ticket by Jay Gold, so uh, you yeah, kinda have to go now. I gotta go to at least one night now, yes. Come to Saturday. That'll be that'll be, I, I personally, that'll be IW guy night. Jay, Jayhawk, just just so you know, personally, I'm leaving work, not early or anything, but I'm leaving work on Friday, going straight up there because I'm going to stay with my cousin over the for for Friday night, so I don't have to drive home and drive back. So uh, that's probably a good call. I, I should be I should be working in Poland that Friday night. I might just I might do both nights of being probably close anyway. I can uh, pretty Fuck much head yeah. straight there. Go Let's to make Jay that happen. Let's Go. make that happen. We'll Josh. talk later, you and me. Yeah, wait, I, 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 I might take I might take you up on that. I gotta make sure I gotta make sure I gotta make sure somebody there to watch my gun. But as long as I can pull that off, I think we'll do it. We'll get Kaplan right. to babysit him. Yeah, uh, I don't have anything special. Like I said, IW Guide slash uh, or Patreon dot com slash IW Guide. Uh, there was rumblings at Russell Rager that potentially, if you catch my grift, might be coming back soon with a new format and. Uh, I'm very excited if that's a thing. Like I tried to get more information as the you know producer and editor of the show, but uh, they, they they were mum about it, so I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, but that did come from a drunk Dalton, so maybe maybe it's a thing. I don't know. Drunk Dalton spreading COVID everywhere. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say before before we go before I get to the plugs, my daughter starts third grade tomorrow, so good luck, kiddo. And uh, uh, please rate uh, Uncle review. Butters is proud of you. Yes, the crew. All your aunts and uncles are proud of you. Go kill it. You can't wear your Jocelyn shirt to school, unfortunately. Steph won't let her. <laughs> she wore it today, but not to school. Anyway, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And our Twitter handle, IWGuide1. The YouTube page, the Patreon, patreon.com backslash IWGuide. Don't forget about the merch store over at BrainBusterTees.com. We got Marcy's arcade gear. <laughs> I just think her wearing the the Bishop One Eight Seven oh, <laughs> Survivor shirt to school. <laughs> <laughs> That's an American yeah. kid thing, you know. That would that would totally get over, right? Oh, it would it? It would get over because she she's she would she gives no fucks. She would wear any of those shirts. She has a, a you know New Jersey hardcore for Lucky Thirteen T shirt with a skull and crossbones. She wears that so. Who knows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try the merch store over at uh, brainbustertees.com backslash IW guide. We got the Marcy's arcade gear. We got the stand from Burlington gear. We got our faces. Put them on your bodies. Listen to our podcast, friends. At odds with wrestling, the card is going to change. X over and Hiya Bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast. Check out our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, Michelle Carter and Jose Rodriguez Photography, AJ Small Photography, our boys over at Sick Things Clothing, Angry Lemonade, and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That's all I got. Quote. The great Doxy Stocksy once said, I've been emailing Brian Alvarez, the DVDR sleaze lit thread just substituting aew guys in and he's yet to notice uh, <laughs> watch it lovely, wrestling yeah. yeah it's been a lovely crew we'll see you next week see later week. can't believe they fired cm punk
Caterpillar.